Hello, and thank you for joining us today on Loved Ones in the Loop. My name is Jess Dutel, and I serve as the Director of Student Life and Community Impact here at Plymouth State University. And I'm Kyle Hasbacker, the Associate Director of the New Student Experience. I oversee all things orientation and new student programming. And we're really excited in this podcast to have continued conversations with you all that we started during our orientation this past summer about how you can support your student as they embark on this new journey. Perfect. Welcome to Loved Ones in the Loop. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today to Loved Ones in the Loop. So excited to have our guest today, Dr. Rob Orff, who is the director of our Counseling Center on campus. Rob is a great person for your student to get to know. Whether they actively visit the Counseling Center or not, he does a ton of outreach with the community to help promote mental health awareness for our students to be taking care of themselves, including talking about the WellTrack app, which he helped roll out last year, and he'll chat a little bit more with us, I'm sure, today. Absolutely. We're looking forward to connecting with Rob and having him share some of the resources on campus and ways that you can support your student from home in making sure that they are prioritizing their mental health and overall well-being. Before we get to that conversation with Dr. Rob Orff about how to support students and their feeling of homesickness, we're going to call Mom Orff and see if she has any words of wisdom, what to do if your student is feeling lonely and homesick while on campus. Hello. Hi, Mom. It's Jess. How are oh, you? Hi. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good. I'm here with Kyle. We're calling in from our podcast. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear from you, Kyle. Good to talk to you, too. Welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me. So we have a couple questions for you today. You ready? I'm ready. Um, go go okay. for it. Oh, okay. So any advice you'd give a parent or family member whose student calls home saying, I don't know what to do. I'm bored at school. What would you tell them to do? Well, you're bored. Go down to ladders. There's plenty of things to do. Go shopping, volunteer. New Hampshire is the most beautiful state in the union. And I'm not just saying this because I live here, because I lived in New York. And as much as the beaches are beautiful, being close to the ocean, and it's busy down there. And it's just too much. You can't get around. Living up here in New England and, and beautiful New Hampshire, the White Mountains, you're in, you're in the middle of the White Mountains. Just look out your window, plant a garden. In fact, garden, the, the Plymouth Youth Center does a garden in their backyard there. And help out if you know something about vegetables or planting, help them out. Be an advocate for these young students who, who need help. So thanks so much for chatting today, mom. Love you. Oh, love you too, honey. You have a good day. Enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Today, we are delighted to be joined by Dr. Rob Orff, licensed psychologist and director of our PSU Counseling Center. Welcome, Rob. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Excited to have you here this morning, afternoon, whatever it is. <laughs> it's been a full-on day. <laughs> It's a pleasure to be here with you both. Awesome. Can you start off by telling us more about what the Counseling Center at Plymouth State is? So the Counseling Center provides mental health services to PSU students. Our services are confidential. 
uh, with some exceptions related to safety of self or others, which would be reviewed with students uh, in writing and verbally at the first meeting. Our services are covered by the health fee, which students have already paid for. The one is exception is if there's a court or other outside agency that mandates a drug and alcohol evaluation, this might have an additional fee, uh, given the time required for a report for a court. Um, however, all our other services, individual counseling, group counseling, is covered by the health fee. Students come to the counseling center for many different reasons, anxiety, stress, depression, relationship issues, substance use challenges, eating disorders, grief loss, self-esteem, homesickness or transition challenges, and more. Uh, our direct services include group counseling and psychoeducation groups, individual counseling, alcohol and other drug evaluations and counseling, consultation services. We have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week emergency on-call system in collaboration with uh, Lakes Region Mental Health Center and the New Hampshire Rapid Response. Uh, and we also coordinate with health services for medication management for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Thank you for sharing. Happy to. So, Rob, is it okay if I call you Rob? Mm -hmm. Of course, please do. <laughs> Thank you. So we are hoping today to have a conversation about how the Counseling Center can support students specifically when they are struggling with loneliness or homesickness on campus. And it is very common for our new students to come to campus and feel that sense of disconnection from home and uh, have feelings of loneliness. So what kind of resources does a counseling center have for students who are experiencing that? And what kind of guidance or advice would you give to loved ones, family members, parents who are helping students navigate those feelings? Excellent question. Thank you, Jess. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is just recognizing and normalizing that the transition to college is a significant life transition. What makes it such a big transition is that for many students, uh, they often grow up in the same area with their family and often the same cohort of students and friends, often since elementary school. So they've really built up their sense of feeling of home and security um, back home. So when students go to college, they are in a new environment with new people away from their family and what they knew and felt comfortable with in high school. So loneliness and homesickness can be a very common experience for students as they try to build that feeling of home at their new university. Uh, so transitions can be challenging. And at the same time, uh, we as human beings tend to learn and grow the most during those challenging times. So we at the Counseling Center are available to help support students as they go through that transition. Um, so we offer individual counseling. Um, we have a brief treatment model at the Counseling Center with a limited scope of practice, uh, up to eight sessions of individual counseling per student per semester with some flexibility. Individual counseling is very much goal-focused and skill-building focused to help students learn the skills they need to work on their challenges. Um, there is no limit to the number of groups that students can attend, uh, but most students uh, who come to the Counseling Center tend to use about four sessions to get the skills they need, the resources they need uh, to support their mental health and well-being and academic success. And for other students, they come to the Counseling Center eight sessions every semester, all four years. Um, regarding limited scope of practice, it, our, our intake helps uh, students figure out what their specific needs are, um, whether that be services at the counseling center or if more specialized care is needed, um, we're happy to refer out to outside treatment resources. resources. 
um, such as Lakes Region Mental Health Center, which is within walking distance of campus. But if uh, students would be better served at outside treatment resources, um, we serve as a bridge for students until they're able to get into those community resources. Um, but the Counseling Center is a very warm, welcoming place. We have an incredible team of licensed clinicians, uh, internship trainees who are working on their master's degrees at, in clinical mental health counseling at PSU. Um, and we have two of the nicest program support assistants. So we're, it's a very warm, welcoming place. And um, we're there to support students uh, as they navigate those challenges with um, the transition to college. Awesome. Thank you. And how can parents and other family members support their students if they're facing these struggles? That's a really great question. I think what would be most helpful is to encourage um, students to get connected. Uh, consistently in the research, we find that um, the biggest predictor of academic success and mental health and well-being uh, at college is getting connected, getting connected with a um, community that is meaningful and getting connected with resources that could be helpful, whether that be for academic success or um, building relationships, uh, mental health and well-being resources. Uh, so encouraging your student to find their sense of community or find that sense of home where uh, at the university, um, which can be scary. Uh, it can be really challenging going to a new environment and trying something new. Um, a trick anxiety often plays uh, with us uh, as human beings is anxiety tricks us to avoid things. So short-term avoidance might feel really good. Long-term avoidance sustains anxiety. So while at first it might be, you know, I'm nervous about going to this club or group I really want to go to that could be really fun. And short term, if I tell myself I'll go tomorrow, that might feel a sense of relief. But long term, that sustains the avoidance, um, that sustains the anxiety. And now we feel more anxious about going. Uh, so I think one of the, the, the best ways parents and guardians could support their students is checking in with them about how they're doing, finding their sense of community, encouraging them to seek out those resources, um, and normalizing for them that it can be a challenging uh, transition to college. And there are things that they can do um, to help them work through that transition. Absolutely. I think you brought up a really great point that for most of us, that transition going from high school and living with family to then finding that sense of independence and transitioning to a college campus is um, somewhat, for, mo for at least most of us, a very challenging transition to make. And it can feel like we're jumping in the deep end. I have shared on the podcast in the past that for me, I did struggle with a sense of loneliness. I came early as a student athlete. The benefit for me was I had that circle of friends built in with the field hockey team. And so in a sense, that was um, just a part of my experience from the beginning, having the, those peers that I could reach out to and depend on. But it was still a challenging transition. And like you said, normalizing that, making our students feel as if there's nothing wrong with them, that you know, this is part of going to college and needing to get out of your comfort zone. Having the courage, as you say, to find your circle is really important. One thing that Kyle does so well with his team in the new student experience office is their lunch buddies program. So understanding that, you know, for 
many of us trying to find our group, even going into the dining hall can be very daunting and overwhelming and anxiety provoking. And so Mm -hmm. Kyle and his team will have students meet up at the office in the Hartman Union building and walk over to the dining hall together. So you have that kind of strength in numbers and you know who you're going to be eating with, you know where you're going to sit, the group that you're going to be able to talk to. So I think these are all different things um, that help with that transition, but it really does take students initiative to build that resiliency, to have that courage and to reach out and gain that sense of community that you're talking about. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, It it can certainly be a a challenging thing to step out into the unknown and try something new, uh, which is why we at the Counseling Center often encourage students to find something that you would love. Um, If you're into comic books or if you're into video games, try to find a group of people or a club or anything that um, you might enjoy. If you really enjoy playing basketball, maybe talk to Drew Gway at uh, Recreation Activities Um, If you feel that uh, a sense of spirituality or or religious community is helpful, maybe talk to campus ministries. Um, At the very least, you'll be doing something that you feel a sense of connection to and that you love. Uh, And hopefully you're getting to a place where other people appreciate and enjoy the same thing. So more likely to establish those meaningful connections and that sense of home with those people. That's such a great point. And I think one of the things I've experienced working with students is once they find that sense of connection, they can really make Plymouth feel like home, which is great. Um, Sometimes it's just taking those first steps to find that sense of community. And I think that's what's really exciting about um, this Plymouth jackpot bingo that's launching this semester. Um, You know, sometimes you just need that that excuse to go to that first meeting and being able to use that as your excuse to to go to a meeting, I think really helps too. you know, if you're nervous to be the first to walk in alone to a meeting, you can be like, well, I'm here because I have to be because I want to win this prize. And then, you know, get through your first meeting and then it's a lot easier to go to your second meeting. And I think that's where a lot of this um, mindset behind this initiative came from is this is stuff on that list is all stuff that we recommend to students all the time to be successful here. But students are nervous to take that first step. And so don't be afraid to encourage your student to view it that way. You know, I'm here because I want to win a prize. Um, And if I find a hobby along the way, that's great, because that's what's going to keep them coming back. Absolutely. We at the Counseling Center are very um, much looking forward to providing presentations uh, as part of the Jackpot Bingo, uh, presentations about mental health, um, physical health and well-being and resiliency in general. We'll be co-facilitating that presentation with Drew Gway, who um, runs the recreation programs at PSU. Um, So very much looking forward to that. But I think you both raise a very good point how often something we share with with students at the Counseling Center, clients at the Counseling Center, is how, you know, when you're going through a challenge, you're surrounded by it and you're immersed in it. And sometimes uh, it can be really scary or painful or sad. Um, And it's important to recognize that we as human beings tend to learn and grow the most during those challenges. So thinking about, okay, if you're feeling sad or isolated, how do you use that to make those meaningful connections or take a step outside? Um, It's important to recognize that we as human beings, we all feel sad or or lonely or uh, fearful at various times in our life. Um, But if you think of it like 
I encourage students, think about your favorite movie, whether that be a Star Wars movie or Lord of the Rings. The story is never, here's a character, they had no challenges, they lived happily ever after the rest of their life. It's always, here's a character, they go through this really challenging transition, it challenges them to learn and grow in new ways, and they overcome that challenge, and then, um, you know, they, they, they triumph at the end. Um, so recognizing that, yes, we go through challenging times and, and sometimes the transition to college can be one of those challenging times. There's so much opportunity and challenge though. It's, it's hard and at the same time, there's opportunity for learning and growth. So I just encourage students to take advantage of all the great resources they have here on campus, um, which actually might be a good segue to the WellTrack app. Would, would it be okay to mention the WellTrack app? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Shameless cool. plug for WellTrack. For WellTrack. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was a great segue. So the WellTrack app, um, PSU students now have free access to the WellTrack app, uh, which is an interactive self-help therapy app. It provides incredible self-help therapy tools, including videos on mental health, a mood checker, a wellness assessment, um, a Zen room, so much more. Uh, but what's incredible about it is it's really a gateway or a one-stop shop in providing all the referral information to various PSU and community resources for various challenges PSU students might face, whether that be academic challenges, financial challenges, uh, health and wellness challenges, um, maybe challenges making uh, connections on campus, community involvement. Um, so it includes every, any, any office on campus or in the community that could be helpful for those challenges. It includes the office name, location, phone number, email, point of contact, and the link to the website for each of those offices. So it's a really great thing for students to have in their back pocket or in their phone in their back pocket, as the case might be. Um, so PSU students have free access to it. Uh, all that they need to do is download the WellTrack app onto their phone and then register with their Plymouth.edu email address. And then they would get free access and it would be the Plymouth State version of the app. Um, so generally most people would have to pay for the app, but it's paid for for PSU students. Um, so really strongly encourage students to have that downloaded uh, in their app for inevitably when they might have a challenge or they might need uh, support in a certain area, academic, social, or otherwise. Um, it's a really good thing to, to have. Um, have uh, in their back pocket again. Literally in their back pockets. And I think you bring up a good point now twice that these services at the Counseling Center, also the WellTrack app is included in your student fees, right? So you're already paying for it. As my mama would say, you got to get your money's worth. So definitely um, encourage your student to access these services. I think our colleagues at the Counseling Center have done a fantastic job, and to your credit, Rob, really reducing the stigma and providing a really comfortable, warm, inclusive, and welcoming environment where we recognize and honor that as human beings, we all need support. And everyone can benefit from reaching out and connecting and finding that sense of community and the team at the Counseling Center are just fantastic human beings that are incredibly welcoming to our students. So please, if you have any concerns about your student, encourage them to reach out to the PSU Counseling Center. They will be well-received. Two things real quick too, because 
Rob made the shameless plug about the well track app. I'd like to make one more shameless plug about Plymouth jackpot bingo, because the well track app actually is another space within the bingo board. Um, our quote unquote free space for students um, has to do with downloading some of our critical student apps that really promote success here. And one of those apps is the well track app. Additionally, Absolutely. though, to Jess's point about, you know, taking advantage of this resource, Rob, can you tell us more about how students can go about connecting with you all for the first time? Absolutely. So students can either come in person. Um, our building is located next to Hyde Hall or across the street from Center Lodge. Uh, students can come into the building themselves and go into our front office and they'll be greeted by two of the nicest program support assistants in the world, um, Joan and Fran. Uh, and they'd be asked some initial questions about reason for coming, basic information, um, name, soon ID, that sort of uh, stuff. And then from there, an intake appointment would be scheduled. And of course, if there are more urgent needs, um, we have that on-call system and students could be seen if needed that day. Um, but for more routine intakes, uh, it might be in the next week or so. Um, so they could go in person. They can also call us uh, at 603-535-2461. Um, if you didn't get that phone number, you could just Google uh, Plymouth State Counseling Center. It's the first thing that pops up. We have a really helpful website with um, our staff bios, who we are as clinicians, what our uh, theoretical orientations are, um, also who we are as people, our likes, what we enjoy. Um, so students can learn about that. We have a lot of great resources on our website. Uh, so everything that I've talked about and so much more um, today during the podcast is located on our website. But to answer your question, the best way uh, students can get connected to us is just give us a call uh, or come in person. Thank you. And before I ask you any lingering thoughts you wanna leave us with, I do wanna also you know, acknowledge and give you all a hard time as I feel left out in today's phone call, you know, as the only person on today's episode that's not part of the Orf family, um, <laughs> giving you all the shout out that not only that, but the re or another reason why we work so closely with the Counseling Center is our lovely director, Jess, happens to be Rob's big sister. Um, and it is fun to hear the banter and family stories. Um, <laughs> as we prepared for this episode. And the best kept secret at PSU is out. We <laughs> are related. Rob is my little brother. I couldn't be more proud of the great work he does on a daily basis in support of our students. And of course, Mama Orf is very proud of both of us. Uh, doesn't quite know what our day-to-day -day looks like, but that doesn't keep her from bragging about us everywhere. Right, Rob? Absolutely. Hashtag confirmed. Yeah. We are related. <laughs> it's funny because uh, Jess, earlier you were saying that your mom says you got to get your money's worth. And I was thinking, that's funny. My mom says that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so appreciate um, all the amazing work you, you both do in student life. And um, students have so many great opportunities and you really support their mental health and well-being by helping them get connected and in, into those meaningful activities and those that outreach. So, so appreciate you both and the great partnership we have with Student Life. Um, it's it's uh, really incredible. So really grateful. 
Thank you. We're so grateful for the work that you're doing and all of our colleagues at the Counseling Center. And we appreciate the time you took today. I think I also just want to leave our listeners with um, the parting thought that, of course, our students are going through this transition. And we want you to know, as the loved ones in the loop, we are here and have the faculty and staff to support your students and ensure that they are successful in their journey here on campus, but also recognizing that this is a transition for loved ones back home, that students might be experiencing that homesickness or those feelings of loneliness, but parents and families are also experiencing that sense of disconnection. There might be quieter homes. I know for my case in a couple of years, when my oldest is away on um, his journey at college, it is gonna be very quiet in the home. Rob can confirm that as well. And, you know, empty rooms can be hard you know, things that are shifting family dynamics. So of course, this is a great time of transition for everyone. And it is important to stay connected to your student and to support them from afar. And to know that even though relationships shift and change and evolve, that you still have that connection. And we are here to support your student and provide the resources they need. Uh, one other thing I want to mention, um, is the care form or the care process on campus. Um, so the care process, it's out of the Frost House, uh, which is our Dean of Students uh, office at uh, PSU. Um, the Counseling Center is not associated with it other than we get referrals from uh, the Frost House. Students are encouraged to come to the Counseling Center for support. But what their care process is or the care form, um, it's a, uh, a way for students to get the help and support they might need. Uh, so um, parents, guardians, uh, students, faculty, staff can fill out an online form at the Frost House to express a concern they might have about a student, whether that be academic, behavioral, um, maybe someone notices they might be uh, using substances in a way that um, might not be the most uh, helpful for that person, or maybe they notice that they're not going to class. Um, people can fill out those forms and then the student would get outreach to them. Uh, someone from the Frost House might check in with a phone call or perhaps someone from Residential Life might check in and encourage them to get the support services they might need. Uh, it's not a punitive thing. It's not associated with a conduct office at all. It's really a way to encourage them to uh, access the resources that are available to them. Um, so that's the care form. You could Google search uh, Plymouth State care form. There's also a link uh, on every at the bottom of every page on the PSU website to the care form. And if um, parents or guardians would prefer to have a phone call conversation, they can call the Frost House directly to express that concern uh, that they might have. Um, so sometimes, uh, parents or guardians might call the counseling center and ask if we can go to the student's room. Uh, due to um, ethical boundaries and our, our desire for uh, students to come to the counseling center voluntarily to support that therapeutic alliance, which is so important to the work we do, uh, we can't go to the, the um, students' rooms or reach out to them ourselves, but parents, guardians do have that option of uh, reporting that concern to the Frost House uh, through the care form or through a phone call. Um, so they can get that that outreach. Definitely, that's such an important resource. And I think the nice thing about the care form is that you don't have to have any sort of PSU credential or anything like that. Anyone can submit the care form from anywhere in the world. Um, so let us know what's going on with their student.
Thank you so much, Rob, for your time today. Well, thank it's you been super fun. Me. Yes, thank it has. You. Thank you. <laughs> I love how we talk at the exact same time. That's perfect. It must it's be an orf fun. thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, toodaloo. Well, that was great chatting with Rob today. Um, Jess's brother. It's My a, little brother. Super proud of him. A full family ordeal here, plus me, um, <laughs> in this, today's episode. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We do know that October is when the weather starts to change a little bit on campus. And while it's still beautiful um, and great time to spend outside at Plymouth, you know, the weather is starting to drop a little bit and it's going to start getting cold. Um, and students will start spending more time inside and the sunlight will be a little bit less each day. Um, so it's really important to chat with your student about homesickness and making sure they're taking care of their mental health when we start to experience that shift on campus because there's tons of great stuff to do throughout the year. Um, but once it gets cold, sometimes it takes a little bit more of a push to actually leave your building and go out and continue to engage in the community. Agreed. And so for our listeners, we want to thank you for joining us today. Please remind students that we have plenty of staff and faculty members on this campus who care wholeheartedly and are here to support them through all kinds of experiences and feelings. We hope that you join us again next time. Have a great day. Bye, Anne.